0: Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe.
1: And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're
0: the heart behind the Heart & Hustle podcast.
1: Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation.
0: We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag BossSoHard.
1: We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account.
0: So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. Coming up in April. What is it? April 21 22nd and 23rd. I was going to guess the 23rd. I was so
1: close. Yeah, 23rd is actual day. 22nd is like the welcome party where people Ooh, will be it. cute. And I'm assuming bloggers will be adorable. Yeah. But uh, the Philly bloggers putting on their second year of their conference, the Blog Connect. And I'm super excited to be speaking and hanging out with... A lot of my favorite people are in Philly. And so I'm super excited because... I've not met some of them and then like Melissa Lam I met and she was on the podcast a couple in November and I'm just really excited to see all of those people again and hang out and, Get coffee and look real cute, yeah. <laughs> look real cute, and take pictures. Well, and...
0: also most importantly, you're speaking. You I mean, yeah, I'm that doing part. that. I'm
1: speaking, speaking <laughs> about podcasting, and it's cool. But let's talk about the people. Really... Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm going. But yeah, I'm let's super say, excited. I'm gonna
0: try to make it to that as a guest, but I will definitely be um, in Miami on April 22nd. I'm going to be speaking um, at a workshop down there. Um, at Creative Cove and it is going to be from one to five. It's all about branding and marketing. So I'm gonna be giving a speech on branding, and we're gonna do some fun workshop stuff. So it's gonna be really fantastic. I'm excited for that. Um, and also, if you're listening to this right now, I am probably running around somewhere in Europe, so you can follow along on my adventures. She's running around with like a striped scarf <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yes, house. Probably from- <laughs> like- at this moment, whenever you're listening to this. Even if you're listening to this a year from now, I'm still probably <laughs> eating bread. Let's um, But you can follow along on my adventures at Charisma O'Keefe. Um, I'm most likely going to be putting things on Insta Stories because Snapchat just eats up your battery and I don't have time for that because so um. I need to take pictures of things. So I'll be on the grams sharing on Insta Stories for the most part. That's
1: exciting.
0: I know. So today we're going to talk about goals and long-term planning. We're kind of going to break things down into long-term goals and short-term goals, and then we're going to talk about our goals. But first, we just kind of want to get into the difference between a long-term goal. Why can't I say term? Like, what's wrong with <laughs> me? I don't understand. And a short-term goal. <laughs> um, because a lot of people, I think, have a hard time, like,
1: differentiating yeah, between the two. Yeah, I think two. people just, when they think, oh, I have to set up goals, they just write everything down, and then yeah. they don't really categorize, and I think that's what makes things very overwhelming, is not knowing... The difference between the two
0: and when you're not identifying uh, what kind of goal it is it can be make it harder to accomplish that goal right Uh, so a long-term goal is something that you are wanting to accomplish in the future it's not necessarily something that you can do right this week or probably even within the next year they tend to be a goal that uh, cannot be accomplished for the next 12 months. So it's going to be probably a year out, or even more. A long-term goal could be a 10 years in the future goal. Whereas a short-term goal tends to be something that you can do in the next 12 months. And and ideally, a short-term goal you can probably do this week or you know the next few months. That sort of right. thing. Right. Um. So long-term goals getting into what we need to do for those Uh, so starting with long-term goals you need to define exactly what long-term means for you and your business
1: it's true i think every person has a different idea of what long-term means for them um, especially when it comes to your business because a lot of times when people start a business or you're just looking at starting a business you kind of most people write like a one three and five year plan or a ten year plan if you're really um, ambitious and understanding that the things that happen that you write down maybe for year five may come to fruition in year three and then you have to kind of reset your goals. So I just think it's understanding what long-term means for you. I know, um, in terms of like, you know, studio four four, I know I'm going back and I'm putting together some things because we're redoing a lot of the, the business line and stuff. And I'm like, I have these long-term goals for what I want to accomplish with it. And those long-term goals for me are, or like in the next two years, like with someone else, that might be a short-term goal. So just understanding what your business is and what long-term means for you, I really think it's it's just everything on an individual basis, really.
0: Yeah. And for long-term, like lately, I've tried to start thinking in the same way that somebody who, you know, thinks about like retirement and things like that. So it's like, okay, like when I'm 60, like where am right. I going to be at in this career? And do I want to be doing the same thing? Because I tend to be like a you know, a multipreneur if you will, and so I like to do different, different things, so I also kind of think about, like, how will I want to grow, and what different things will I want to be doing, and uh, what level of stability am I going to need, and things like that, so, uh, you know, what's long-term for someone else might just be like, hey, what what's going on next year, and then something else might be thinking of, like, five years, ten years. I don't think that there's um, anything wrong with looking at all of those. I think to see your long-term vision, like, you want to be able to think Okay, what's going to be going on five years, 10 years, 15, right. 20, depending on how old you are, like 40, if you're a baby listening to this, uh, which some of you are. <laughs>
1: oh, you don't know it, but you are. So
0: like, you know, people start businesses now, like, earlier and earlier. Yeah. Like you see people, you know, starting up, like, you know, maybe st- they start an Etsy shop or something at, like, 14. Yeah. I was um, going to
1: say, I know uh, my friend's son has a business where he sells wapus and for people who don't know what wapu is it's like the mascot for wordpress who's super adorable it looks like pikachu and he makes these stuffed animals that he's been selling and he started that business last year i think he's eight. <laughs> wow, and he's like business bank accounts that and stuff, like he has a real awesome. life hustle. he ships them and everything, like that he sells them amazing. all by hand and I'm thinking
0: like how
1: does, does he we, make them? He makes he sells them like he does a oh, pattern like all and they're really amazing. cute, plush like little now wapoos, they're really adorable. Um I can put a link to his site on in the show notes, but for him to have this business and this idea and this hustle and this drive so young, I'm like, and I'm sure this is not his long term plan. You know, I'm sure he has different ideas for businesses yeah. in 10 years. He's going to be 19, you know, 18, yeah. 19 years old. So, yeah. That's
0: someone who's going to be thinking 50 years, you know, in oh, advance. Right. Which, how awesome is it to be able to do that? Um, so, you have to also think about what you need to do to create your vision of the future. Um, so, I do think that a lot of like, many short-term goals normally get you to your long-term goal right but um when thinking long term it's it's kind of like you want to look backwards like okay here's where i want to end up now let me look behind and see what is going to take to get there and i think that you know a lot of a lot of people are like oh well success isn't based on a number and, and that sort of thing And i do think that's true to an extent but i think that you need to convert your vision into numbers and anything that's measurable. Uh, so that you can have some sort of idea if you're accomplishing those goals because if you if you have a long-term goal and you know you're not seeing the milestones, Yeah, way I was going to say like you're not, not writing like, down Yeah, the, like you're not just going to say like the stepping okay stones. I want to have a good retirement and then I want to have it in you know 40 years and then 40 years comes it's not like it's going to just be yeah
1: you're like how much money do I need to save every month to build up for my retirement fund where do I want to live when I'm retired do I want to travel what will it take for me to get to that point make sure I keep my passport updated not get arrested. all those you know small things to think about
0: and even if it's like not monetary like let's say that you are an artist and you want to see your work in a gallery. So let's say that that's a five year plan for you. You're like, in five years, I want to be in this particular super awesome gallery. Then what local galleries can you get? I was in gonna first? say, how do you meet
1: the people you who know, are behind yeah. that gallery? Like how,
0: what are you putting in your portfolio? Like you're checking out that particular gallery. What's in your portfolio that you think is going to be in line with what that particular gallery likes to have in there? What connections are you making? You know what? How often are you creating art? How often are you putting it out there? All those different things are steps along the way to making sure that you have, you know, something measurable towards that big goal
1: yeah i also think when i think of long-term um goals and things that you need you really need to think about the people that you surround yourself because that's really what's going to get you to your long-term goals i don't think any of us want to think about having like short-term relationships and that's life sometimes to happen but we really do make friends and you know partnerships or whatever in mind with the idea of it's going to be longer than just you know a couple of months it's going to be a couple of years and it's really important that you find those people who are going to get you to where you need to go we just watched um, *Becoming*. Um, oh my goodness, now I forgot. Warren Buffett on HBO documentaries, which I recommend everybody who has a brain watch because it's so interesting to see over the past, you know, forty, fifty years how he surrounded himself with people who are different yeah. than he is. And or, you know, his wife was such a like a civil rights activist, and she was super into the and those things that those people that he surrounded himself, his marriage and all this stuff, really helped him get. To where he is and to the point where he, you know, he is, you know, at one point was the world's richest person. And for him to think of all this and not think of money as like, oh, I have to have it. or I'm so happy I have it. He just thinks it as like, you know, resources and his friendship with Bill and Melinda Gates and just the people he surrounded himself. And it was really important that like while I watched, I was like, wow, he really did surround himself with people who really believe the things that he believed or if they didn't. He still respected them, and they respected his beliefs and helped him achieve what he needed to so he can go through and be able to be the philanthropist that he is. And at the end, they rate the list of all the things that he's donated to, and it's a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of things. So I just think it's important that you find those people who are really going to keep you on track, and not just this month, but for the next couple of years. I think we sometimes think, and I, people complain about this all the time, Oh, I just launched a product or launched a shop and my friends and my family don't buy from me. Well, they're not your ideal customers and those yeah. are not the people that you need to help drive your business for five years. Those are the people who you need to like drive your personal life for five years, but those aren't your ideal clients. You just really need to find your customers or your base or your team of people that are going to help you build.
0: I love that you compare like you know long-term goals to like a long-term relationship because I think that is true. Like At the end of the day... I think that we learn from our short term goals just in the same sense that we might learn from shorter term relationships. But at the end of the day, like it's definitely about those longer goals right. that are what we want. Like it's that's your like commitment, the big, the big dream. And and it's the same thing with like relationships, whether it be, you know, a husband or a best friend or, you know, uh, you your, know, business a partner, your first a type of thing. employee
1: yeah. or whatever the case may be.
0: So getting into short term goals, um, A great way to kind of start out with like figuring out okay what do I need to do is just writing down what you need to do every month to actually achieve your goals Uh, and it can be like if you're wondering how do I come up with them well what do you want to learn where what areas do you need to grow in Uh, what milestones again of those long-term milestones do you need to like do you want to hit so what are the mini milestones along the way Uh, so you know I think that really kind of like adjusting them as needed uh, so you might hit your monthly goal and then go back and say, all right, I hit it and where am I at right now in this journey? And really a great, if you're kind of like lost on all that, a really, really great resource is the Passion Planner because it forces you to do this like every every week and every month especially um, and it kind of maps out how to write like that long-term goal out and then write the steps along the way. And, um, you know, kind of review and adjust as needed. I freaking love that thing. I feel like somebody needs to, like, like you know, Bill Gates or whoever needs to just buy a whole bunch and give them to, like, yeah. aspiring <laughs> entrepreneurs because they're so fantastic. And I really feel like they help you more with, like, again, organizing your goals and your passions as opposed to, like, there's so many things out there that help you organize your day. Right, your exactly. On, like, your time management and everything else like that. And I feel like that's a very oversaturated field, but I love that this focuses on like your actual goals and your passions and where you want
1: to be in life. Right. And I think um, I did, for the first time this year, Unravel Your Year with Susanna Conley. We talked about that in the episode when we started with the year, but that really did help me, because I do think this it it helped me plan short-term goals for the year. I mean, it did. You you go over long-term goals or goals that you set for the last year. What happened? What made a difference? Why didn't you make those things? But I do think... So another thing that I think about with certain milestones, I really um, I I quit fitness a lot of the times because I created a lot of fitness goals for myself last year and they were really short term so I was like this month I want to be able to run this far or next month I want to be able to lift this you know much or I want to deadlift this much or whatever the case may be I think sometimes we think about fitness or monetary goals as being super easy to do because we see quantifiable results they're usually in numerical form mm-hmm. you want to run in a mountain of miles you want to lift a set of weights or a, you know a number of weight so I really do think when it comes to personal goals it's so it's a little bit harder especially short term because you don't really see a difference you you have to kind of get in touch with your personal side or feel a difference or whatever and um, or you may want to learn a certain skill and it may t- be like okay i need to learn you know SAS this week or less or whatever or some type of coding thing and short term is i just want to learn it but how do you quantify that you've actually learned you know what i mean like it's just very difficult so i don't think people need to kind of uh take a step back when you create short-term goals and really don't think of everything as being a quantifiable result
0: yeah and definitely be flexible yeah um <laughs> don't feel like if you have a short-term goal and it doesn't work out the way that you did don't let it get you down i think that short-term goals should be easier goals like that are attainable That you yeah know. like you said with fitness like you don't say like okay my short-term goal is to be like Miss Universe. You're like, no, my short-term <laughs> goal is to like do this thing that I know that I can actually do. And if I put my mind to it and work every day this month, like I can get there by right. the end of the month. Um, so I really do think that like a short-term goal should be something that you can actually do within a short amount of time. And then it's going to help lead you to those longer-term goals. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our goals. So we're going to share each three long-term goals and short-term goals uh, that could be have anything to do with business, personal, whatever. Life. <laughs> um, so do we want to do long-term or short-term first?
1: You can do long-term, Okay, because it's it's listed there first. <laughs> want
0: to go back to back? Sure. Okay, who's starting? You. <laughs> right. So one of my long-term goals uh, that I've had for a while, um, and I, I guess the, the time frame of this would be, I'm going to say... Five to seven years. I
1: like that you know what time frame. That's fantastic. (laughs) I'm
0: going to say five to seven years is my time frame for this, Um, which I think is very doable. That's reasonable. Um, And there's a reason that it's that long. But the the goal itself is employing three to five people. And the reason that I don't want to do it for another five to seven years is twofold. Number one, because my dream right now is to be remote. And so, the second I get a chance to be remote, I am dropping everything and going remote. And so, that wouldn't be necessarily the the most ideal thing, I think, to start being remote while also. And when I say remote, I mean like on the road, digital nomad, a different a different city every month type of situation. And so, I think that jumping into a lifestyle like that and also hiring people that are completely reliant on the income they get from me at the same time would not be an ideal situation. Not that I can hire anybody right now anyways, but I'm just saying, like, if I could, that wouldn't be a responsible route. Um, and also because I know we talked to um, – L from Post Film Design Co. a lot about like scaling your business and like how to grow and yada yada. And so it's like I just think that that for me would be a comfortable to take on a full time person. Like you know, I already like I'm taking on interns. I do I already do work with people, um, who I pay as subcontractors. Yeah. Um, like I work with three different people who I pay as subcontractors, but. I mean, somebody that, like, that is their, I am their You only come
1: job. in every single day. Exactly. And when we talked to, talk and like,
0: out. the Wonder Jammin, you know, she was saying how, you know, like, the people that she works with have other things. So, yeah, that, like, it just works really well. And so, like, right now, that's definitely where I'm, like, that is where I'm at right now. But three to five years, I'm like, I want to be your sole employer. That is, uh, or I'm sorry, I want you. Not three to five. Five to seven. <laughs> five to seven. <laughs> scared <of laughs> seven. scared myself. You want to
1: be the Harpo Productions was, in which people come clock into your Oprah show. Yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I think long term it's kind of a flexible kind of goal I guess it, I don't really have a time but I know it's long term because I don't know what I'm doing with my life but really uh, figure out where we want to live because we really we really Girl, don't know where we're going to live amen we just don't we're just like so like we're just traveling doing it right now figuring life out and you know we're 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 digital nomads we don't own anything we and don't you do you, you are
0: definitely not i don't think you're necessarily even drawn to one particular area nope. super like i, I think am we're like three or four yeah, per, we like, are definitely yeah we are kind I guess of you could say you're like kind of real we're open. very
1: flexible i think what will probably end up happening is that we'll just be like uh, living splitting our time between two different places which is more than ideal for me. It's just getting to the point where we decide what those two places are. and Make sure we don't like, or you can always change. We just right now that's definitely long term of, just where you want to live. That's a good one. <laughs> like what one. do you want to do? That is uh, a
0: good one, and I I love that both of us like don't feel like we need to live in the area that we are because we're already here. Yeah, I mean we're like no, we. Can I'm live not where we want.
1: married to this area. You know, I got married in the area, but I'm not <laughs> married to it. You know yeah. what I mean? So.
0: Um, so my second one is a long-term goal and it's, it's, it's not really a complicated one. I never want to work weekends. Yeah. And right now I definitely, it's way better than it used to be. Um, I definitely am off most weekends. Yeah. I was going to say
1: you're not working five to eight eight, hours every weekend. (laughs) I'm not
0: doing what I used to do at all. I used to just my mom was like, how did you, like, do that? And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know like, how
1: my photographer friends, like, I still, yeah. I'm so confused. They it's, Like, how?
0: Honestly, like, I will tell you right now, if you were thinking about going into photography and you're on the fence, email me. I think if I would <laughs> Like, I will talk. I'm not going to say I'll talk about it, <laughs> but I'm just saying I will tell you the truth of, like, what the life is like of a wedding photographer and why I, you know, transitioned to a different um, field because you you don't sleep you just work around the clock and it's just really hard on like your body your mind everything so now i have so much more balance in my life but obviously you know of course you're going to work on some weekends so my my goal would be to actually like i read that book like the four-hour work week and i'm like what kind of witchcraft is
1: this i like how everybody read the four-hour work week and then everybody did it and then everybody was like chess kidding and everyone's back to like i just (laughs) don't want to work saturdays anymore so
0: i'm just like you know i'm like Four-hour work week, I don't know about that, but I would love to just, like, in in the future, it's a long-term type of thing, but only work five days ever and have a full, it doesn't have to be, like, Saturday and Sunday, but, like, a full two days where it's, like, I don't even touch work during, like, unless it's, like, I don't want to say, like, I don't touch work. Like, it's, like, I might take photos or something like that, but just, like, stuff that's separate from, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm creating, it's not creating for a client, it's, like, creating for me. So, and that's always a hard... Like yeah it's a blurred line it is a blurred it's line like if i'm if i'm designing something for me if i'm taking a photo uh, yeah for me it, i'm still strengthening my skill which therefore helps my business right but that's not and gonna are you going to use it business. for your business at yeah. some
1: point because you may think you yeah are, because i
0: might take but if you put it on social media then
1: automatically it's for your business technically Ugh, man life See, is hard <laughs> so i feel like it's
0: going to take me at least five to ten years to figure out what that goal fully even means. Yeah. Honestly. Especially with the changing landscape of social media all the time, so.
1: um. So, a second long-term goal, which it may not even be, it might be short-term. I don't know. We'll see what life gives me. But I definitely mentally have been like, okay, this long-term goal is to have a, like, a type of art project where I put it in a gallery space because I don't, that was what I wanted to do when I was younger was be a neurologist and then be an artist on the side. (laughs) And that's what I want to do. And I've not done T- and talking to Krista last week definitely I was like I have right? all my sketchbooks oh my I gosh. want my charcoals I want all my stuff I just want to do this for a living why can't I do this for a living it made
0: me just want to like pick up I really do
1: I feel like it's that's my right. retirement plan honestly I want to like retire and become a little old lady that paints stuff by all the, the way, time by
0: side note she just um, started a kickstarter yes so for the Cuba project out. that we talked about and you should support her because she's really awesome she's very transparent with her process which is great so it's like you can see where you saw going. Y-
1: y- and you see See, Charisma's been watching the Let It Bloom Let it coffee. Bloom. Let it bloom. <laughs> so you know where it's <laughs> doing. But yeah, I think that's definitely, I when I see myself as a person who has like a daughter out of the nest and just, you know, us being on our own. I mean, we could still be having our business, but I still see myself like I would want the majority of my time being spent like getting up and going to my studio with my overalls because I feel like it's such a 90s thing to do like I think about 90s artists I think about everyone always had overalls and that's what I want to put on my overalls and go up and like just create things with my hands and so that's really like long-term retirement goals for sure
0: um so my third one is to write a book which is something that it's I real. wanted to do since I was a little girl. I've always, like, more than anything, just been like, I would love to write books. And I don't really know exactly what it is that keeps me from doing it. Um, I used to talk about it with my grandfather a lot. And he was just like, I would tell him, like, well, you know, what if I write it and it doesn't get picked up, it doesn't get published, nobody reads it? And he's like, well, those are all, like, afterthoughts, but you can't do anything till you write the book, so just write it. Like, he was very, like, matter-of-fact about it. <laughs> and so after he died, I was like, okay, I definitely, like, when I'm in the right headspace this is something that i need to do um and i just you know i want to do it the right way like for me i, I want to write like a novel yeah i don't want to write like i know a lot of people are writing books now that are
1: memoirs about, or type of things or just like social like their own kind of it's like, almost like a blog like business right.
0: type stuff and i think that those are awesome but that's not necessarily what i want to do believe it or not i think that that would be easier for me to do yeah i think it's harder for me to write a novel where i'm really developing these characters that i care about and like Obviously, they'll be inspired from people I know in real life, but, like, bringing them to life is, is, I think, a different story than than retelling um, my own life and my own experiences. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I have these really, really vivid dreams that I'm like, this sounds like it should be a book. And I write them down. Oh, that's good. So you can have, and you can come back to it. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, like, if I wrote a book and made, like, a decent living just doing that, I would be like, I quit everything else. I'm just going to live in this little English cottage and right. drink tea and write books. Like that would literally like for me be like an ideal life situation. That
1: sounds fantastic. <laughs> when I think about, because I, like I said, when I write, I write a lot of fiction. I mean, I do write blogs and concepts, but personally, i been writing fiction. And when you said that, I've been writing about the same characters for Fourteen yeah, years, like that. it's so funny. Like the same character, like I create these short. Like it's like a whole like kind of you know, but nobody probably will ever read, which is fan, which is hilarious. Maybe my daughter will discover it after I'm dead, and she'll be like, "What was this?" Because <laughs> I went and I looked at, because I took all my writings from home. Um, And so I have them in my office, and I looked at it, and I'm like, "This has a date, and it says 2003," and that yep. tripped me out. Yeah. I'm like, "I've been writing this you I know, still story." It's so and stuff crazy. From high school and
0: stuff as well, and I do have a few things from even like middle. Yeah, middle that's what I'm mean. saying. Like is middle like... school, it's so
1: crazy. It's yeah, terrifying so, but and that's, exciting. You know,
0: it's I'm like I just need to like go ahead and do it. Like so, it's it's a long term goal, but I think it's a long. I, I, when I say it's a long term goal, I mean like I need to do it now. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to write a proper book, not just right. like turn one out, but like write a proper book. Um, so it could take me a year, it could take me two, to three years, and then from there, what happens? You know, would I try to shop it around? What I, I don't, I don't know. But right now, I'm like kind of in the mindset that like I need to, like I said, break it down into smaller goals. And goal one is just to write it and throw everything into writing it, and not worry about if it ever gets read or anything like that. And then afterwards, go ahead with the rest of that so that is my my last and i, I kind of feel like most important long term goal like if yeah. i if i don't accomplish the other two that would be the one that i would want the most
1: I really am excited about your book, about the characters that you're going Well, it's gonna funny because a
0: lot of people, like, cause, you know, most of our friends. I mean, it'll are, be like, maybe it'll be 10
1: years. I don't care. I'll still be All here. of our
0: friends <laughs> are either entrepreneurs or teachers, yeah. just about. Like, because I'm an entrepreneur, John's a teacher. So, like, our friends tend to be one or the other. Um, and so many people have been like, well, Charisma, if you write a book, I'll read it. And I'm like, I guess that's true. So, I'm like, at least I know, like, a good, like, 30 people. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Just out of the fact that you guys love me. So, I'm like, I guess that's, like, that's enough, you know?
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's exciting to do that and publish your own work and have it. You know, like I uh, we said in last week's episode, you're probably going to be in a library somewhere. Like, that's what I think about when people write books. Like, you are somebody's library. So that's super uh, cool library, to think about. If I'm in a library, I
0: hope that everyone understands that I would just, like, walk into a random library. And read your own pull, book? Pull my book out <laughs> and cry. <laughs> and then people will walk by me like, what is wrong with this lady? Like, I would just, like, look at it and just cry. Oh, It'd my
1: goodness. Best. I don't, like, I've been sitting here thinking about, like, what would be my third long-term goal? And I just have such a, I think that's one of my flaws i have such a hard time thinking about the extreme future or even like five ten years because like so my first I, goal is that i don't know where i'm gonna another, live i have another question though <laughs> that's kind of like in the
0: same yeah line of thinking so imagine your life 10 years from now and describe what a day in that life would be like day so in the like life. share like how old you would be 36 how old your daughter six, be, almost 37 what kind of year
1: old me um she, my daughter will be 12 turning 12 no she'll be 12 turning not 13 fun. that's i love like and that's why why no, going back in my so writing fun. i loved being like 12 and i was not a pain like i was really like super she's chill kid. she's
0: such
1: a great kid now i always was super like i never really got crazy as a teenager because I was so boring like I feel like you probably say like we were just like at home like trying yeah. to write like read nerdy I things was I was
0: like look at that looking look. at
1: anime and stuff so I'm really I lo- I'm looking forward to that maybe having like that uh, what when if I, she's
0: not though what
1: if she's she's, like, a, she's a crazy person then I still like she might like
0: she, I could she has so much energy and of course yeah. she's a toddler so of course she does but like I could also see her being like really great in terms I think of she'll be yeah like I that.
1: think she'll definitely have a mouth like I think that's probably like what she won't be super crazy because I feel like you know and every parent says I'm going to be so open with my child and I don't know what the life is like. I don't know what kids react. I don't even know what kids will be into in 10 years yeah. but I just the idea of her being like super mouthy I already know. I uh, She says hey girlfriend to me all the time. Like she was like hey girlfriend stop. I was like who are you talking the thing to? Is, is like,
0: even though I think she'll have a mouth like I don't think she'll use that mouth to speak that way to you <laughs> because I like I see your reactions now like when David just put her socks on, and I was like, I'm scared. I'm gonna sit real still
1: right <laughs> now so I don't get in trouble.
0: David's not playing
1: no games while so he puts these socks on. <laughs> Super important. No, I think uh, you know, ideally, like uh, you know, having a, a team of people by then, obviously, well, by by then, yeah, we'll have it <laughs> unless they all decide to quit between now and then, or we just decide it's not working. <laughs> uh, but you know, having a team to work with, I think it will be really exciting for us to have because we, I mean, we already have a team technically right now. We have several business partners, but having our own Little baby team. Yeah, like, this like is our own, people. Yeah. You know, we have our big people who are business development everything. But having our little like these are our like this is our project manager and this is our other designer and this is our other developer. Being able to go in and kind of go and chat business and projects. So I really do love what I do. Like I, I really think do about it all the time. Being
0: like in a space, or you that's, what really, that's what I'm really. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like I really, I think we like I. Mentally, we're at a point where we're like, we probably would need to be in a space just for the things that we want to do for the community, wherever community, But we don't know where we want to live. That's the problem. So maybe like short, short term, we kind of just decide, oh, we're gonna stay in this place part time and then split our time, and then just have a space in the place that we spend most, like probably her school year, during that place. And then in the summer, we just like we out here. We still running our business, but we're somewhere else on an island or something, working from there where the Wi Fi is strong. So, well, um, I mean, that's what ten years, I guess looks like we'll it's see time. We'll see what happens
0: so short term goals it's real, <laughs> yeah, so I think that my first one would be to be able to sleep for eight hours What's that every mean? single night, like I do sleep for eight hours like a lot of nights, but it's not every single night, and I would like that to be more consistent. And that's a goal that I'm working on right now. And also to run every day, which when I say run, I mean like walk fast and then run for two seconds and then walk slower. So that's what I mean when I say I'm about (laughs) to go for a run. It's not like a full on like, Hey, I'm going to go run for 20 minutes. No girl, (laughs) but I would like to get out and attempt. I would like to to run in a
1: speedy way outdoors. Every single day I
0: would like to attempt, I'll run <laughs> and I'll be satisfied. You're going to
1: run at some point where you're outside doing, making miles and get movement. Yes, um, Like fitness goals, short term fitness goals. I am like into lifting right now. That's my jam because I think I have exerted. I mean, obviously I still do some, but I I'm doing one of those things where I do a lot more CrossFit type workout stuff. So I'm really into that. Just like lifting and just doing it quickly. So 20 to 30 minutes and, really heavy (laughs) so i can be sore and in pain all the time but i because i did like i said last year i had so many different fitness goals i did so many different things a lot of body weights only and i think i got to the point where i was like okay i can do 100 squats in a row and not be tired like this is just dumb i need to add weight to it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think that's really my fitness goals right now are just to optimize and like move past my little like plateau that I got at, so that's a short term goal. Because like, like I said, fitness is really important to me. I'm obsessed. I have a problem. It's important. <laughs> it is.
0: It, I feel like it helps when your like fitness game is together. I think it helps every other aspect of your life. It's true. Uh, my second short term goal is to save money. Um, What's that? Saving money. Just <laughs> is awesome. Um, and like not just saving money for. The not fun stuff but for the fun stuff too yeah For like bigger trips and stuff like that like I mean we saved for this trip we saved for our trip that we took in December um and I I really don't want to stop doing this international travel I'm in love with it like I said I would I would prefer to do it full-time but if we cannot do it full-time um then I would like to just make sure that we're consistently saving so that we can travel consistently saving so that I have some sort of retirement since I work as for myself um, um even the people who
1: have jobs or the retirement's not looking great right now for yeah, people true. in our like, generation maybe
0: save for his retirement as well <laughs> and uh possibly saving for a house even though that's not something that like i don't I know myself as wanting yeah. a house right now but i do imagine that maybe one day i will so having some money set away for something like that in case i decide that i want one yeah this
1: problem with having like brain where you don't know what you want to do with your time is that you're like do I want a house? Do yeah, I need one? Right Should I just get like... a townhouse or you know you just have these weird thoughts about like main- maintaining a home and yards and Yeah,
0: sometimes.
1: Definitely agree with that, saving money. Um on top of I mean, I think we're just scaling right now and I really want to just continue to do that in the best way possible. I don't want it to ever be overwhelming, so we're doing just really small things every month to kind of scale to the point where we will be I hope a little bit more with a lot more people a lot more help you know we started last year and adding different people in different aspects and it really has helped a lot and so now we're just going through and trying to delegate a lot of the stuff that we do that every day or even once a week that I we should not be doing (laughs) like doing the, the creative stuff and kind of Putting the technical stuff in terms of development. I've done a lot more development in the past like five days than I have done in a very, very long time. And so just having that crash course back to update me into what the world is like now with development and da 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 and doing all that. And so uh, I, it's been really great to do those things. And so I really see more about how I need to delegate more of the business. Uh, admin stuff because it's uh, you know I like organization I love you know I love me some systems <laughs> um, but I definitely think it's time to have somebody else kind of run that portion of the business right now for now anyway so that's kind of a short-term goal is just scaling small every month
0: um, and I would say that my last short-term goal is like basically with business right now as far as uh, social media clients that I manage completely I'm three away from like where I like where my goal is to just like be at consistently right um so I want to get those last three clients and then not take on anymore because I don't I really like with setting up everything with pricing I really thought a lot about like what is going to be Enough, what do I want to make? What is going to make me stressed out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought about all right. those things, so I'm happy about that because even with like these three extras, it's going to be like life is so good, I still have time to sleep for eight hours, and that is what it's all
1: about. <laughs> I don't even know so what I that life function. is like. I can't even make that a goal because my my body, body is doesn't want, not to. want yeah. to, my body is not capable of sleeping. I've never been that way as a kid. I always got up super early, so I just like, know I, like, it's not the hand, in the cards for I me. I
0: worry about you because I'm like, oh my god, that's unhealthy, but. On the other hand, The Rock like doesn't sleep at all
1: either. Oh my goodness, he right? For, like, four hours. And oh he, my like, word! He, like he's, like,
0: he's do- got to be healthier than everybody. And he I works know, out like, every day. Like, yeah, crazy. but he sleeps for four hours and he says like that's how he feels. Like, yeah, he well. maybe so, I so.
1: should have a conversation with Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Somebody send us in our podcast so exactly. we can talk. I would
0: <laughs> love to interview. Oh him. my god,
1: even for like five and a half seconds. Yeah. For him to interview movie, right? and then I want him to say when you write with the bird, it's called tweeting. <laughs> that yes. is like my favorite dad joke exactly. that I have like stolen from that movie. Um I guess my last like short term goal is really to um in terms of finding balance and doing things that I really like, finding my inner soul. Child again, and being able to do things like have my yoga practice every day on top of my workout. I know, um, and just like being able to have my you know, not really meditation, but just like my thought because I meditate every morning anyway. I'm just having more time during the day to just kind of reflect and think about things i'm really i i've been binge listening to black girl and um yes because and it it makes me feel like our (laughs) because i'm like oh my goodness they're talking about me. my chakras are not aligned they are not at all and so it's just like being in such a weird you know space getting into my late 20s and everybody's turning 30 and so all of my friends around me are either like okay with that or not okay with that and so I'm like you just navigating all this change I feel like dubs, I'm okay with it
0: in case
1: Mercury is in retrograde really for somebody somewhere I'm sure it's just like I feel like planets are not aligned or something so I'm just trying to like get back into a place where my brain is like okay because right now I'm, I feel like I'm just going on auto drive on autopilot I'm just I'm going through the motions. I'm going to I 4 in traffic. I'm coming here to record this podcast. I'm going to this meeting when I'm done with this. I'm leaving and I'm coming home and I'm opening up, you know, Sublime and getting to code and all this stuff. So I'm just trying to come back to, like, wh- where am I <laughs> in all of this stuff. So and that's my short-term goal is to go back. And I, my birthday is coming up, so I, should, I think I'm at a point where I'm like, what am I doing?
0: Birthday's always always, like, not always. Yeah, you, but then you, you just reflect. Yeah, you just yeah. reflect
1: on, like, what I mean. I didn't feel like the last six months have been so just draining and emotionally like, so I'm just, I'm ready to get my, I don't know if I, what I need to go get crystals or something. Something. (laughs) Sage, sage burning party to burn last year out of my system. So,
0: so those are our goals. We'd love if you would share yours with us um, and use the hashtag boss so hard. Please check out them. And who knows? Maybe we can help each other achieve our goals. Uh, So we're going to get into listener questions. Uh, and the first one is a really good one. What-
1: it's real. <laughs> it is real. It's real, y'all. <laughs> I'm
0: about to get so real on this answer, too. So, yeah. what is the biggest mistake you have made when it comes to
1: business? The biggest mistake, I feel like we, when we started out, because we were such baby gems, um, we like one of our first big projects is still like, you know, the project that's kind of that started off was went so well and it was so easy. And we made the mistake of thinking that every person we met was going to be that easy and that you know reliable or whatever and that was a big mistake because we learned really quickly how to waste time and that's probably why i'm so much like right now if anybody knows me and how i do business, i'm very much like i don't have time for that i'm not gonna i don't play the back and forth i'm not into that we're not dating <laughs> we're doing business i'm not gonna chase you you're not the guy in sixth grade i just said uh, we we did that and it was just, you know, we lost a lot of money, you know, we lost a lot of time. And it just was like, we just don't need to do that anymore. And just finding that people aren't always the best people and learning that the hard way. So we definitely, um, I think we did a project and it was right before my best friend's wedding before we went to Hawaii. And um, we like worked hard on it and we ended up what we didn't do was speculate that they were going to be responsible for putting in the content. The content was products and they had like, I think, hundred or something products. And they were like, oh, we're not going to pay you until this is put in which is just the person being like, just being a jerk, just being a complete jerk. And so we were like, okay, cause it, we were working with another agency. So we were like, okay, we'll do it. Because apparently now you don't know how to use WordPress and you're an idiot and you're not going to be withholding a lot of money from us before we do that because we had big payment chunks. And so then we did it like, like overnight and we were like, yo, we need our money. And they were like, oh no, we can't. We're gonna send you a check. We were like, no. And we made them wire transfer <laughs> the money. Like we made them do it. And I remember like, we didn't have to get to that point but it's just you don't know when you start. So I just think it's important to find the people who have your best interest and in, that really is it comes with experience um, but I think that we've learned from that now.
0: <laughs> so, I would have to say that mine it's this is going to sound so bad because I don't want this to come across the wrong way because I it's not like I hated my entire career, but I feel like the biggest mistake when I came to biz when it comes to that I've made when it comes to business was Kind of, it was like a mistake that needed to happen on my journey, right? But going into photography as a, yeah. as a career, as and not that, that's not it, it's going into wedding and family yeah. photography because how it all happened, and a lot of people don't know this, but um, like pretty much before I had my photography business, so like way back in the day, I actually had a very successful business doing event planning. Um, and I got into it. I was lucky enough to, um, shadow someone like quite a few times, like worked with someone quite a few times and then ended up like going out on my own and it it was it worked really well from the beginning, which was amazing because I, I didn't have a lot of overhead. I didn't have to invest a lot. Um I had worked in events for years, so like I already had that background. I right. was good at it. Um I got a lot of praise so I felt great when I would do my job, which yep. was awesome. And then I also got paid consistently on time. Yeah. I was paying all the bills. There were no financial issues, so it was awesome. Um and then like, you know, I had always been like I'd always been doing photography, but not like obviously as a business. And so I would share my photography, and as I think the internet became more of a place where we shared images, right. um, I was one of, like, the first people in my, like, group, I guess you could say, like, Facebook friends or whatever, that would be consistently sharing images. Because right. they are just, like, they're not photographers, and,
1: and, and so... You know, most people had cell phones, but they didn't take You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you didn't like, take and pictures. I, exactly.
0: Like, I'm, like, you know, putting in, like, my actual picture and stuff. So people were, like, freaking out over my photography, and I started to have all these people, like, ask me, like, hey... Can you, you know, shoot this for me? Can you shoot that for me or whatever? And before, I used to love every single time that i pick up my camera. Like, I was in love with my camera. I was in love with every moment that I spent with it. Like, when we would go places, John would just know, like, oh, my God, she's about to, like, walk. Here it me. is. Uh, like, yeah, Here like, it comes. He, like, he, like he's just so used to, like, pausing because he was, like, right. knows if he's walking behind me, like, he'll run into me if he's not paying attention. So he'll yeah. just stop all the time. Um, and then it kind of became this thing where I was like, well... You know people want to pay me for doing this so why don't i just do photography instead of event planning which was crazy because i had built an event planning business that was profitable and it wasn't like now when i did a like year of transition no i was just like Done. I'm gonna do it. I was like, photography is my passion. I wanna be an artist. Like I don't feel like an artist when I'm, you know, doing events, which is stupid because there's a like a it's lot artistry of to yeah. into that. But I was just like, that's just the way that I wanted to see myself and I was like, I just wanna do it, and that's the end of it. Um and what's so crazy is like how much more work it is. Like I thought because I love it, you know, people that it's like, gonna if you come easy. You love, you'll never yeah. work a day in your life. That's not true. If you own a business, like you're still going to work. And like physically having a camera on you for, you know, 12 hours plus sometimes and working all day and not eating and then sitting in front of a computer and editing after editing after editing. And again, I'm sure that there's photographers are listening to this and I'm sure that they love what they do. And that, that just means that it wasn't meant for me. It doesn't mean that it's not meant for anyone, but. Personally, like, I feel like I jeopardized, like, my health. I feel like I jeopardized time with friends and family because every single Saturday, whether it was someone's birthday or, you know, whatever was going on in my friends' lives or my family's lives, I couldn't go. Like, I miss so many, like important things that my friends and family were doing because i had to work every single saturday and a lot of sundays and then during the week i was just sitting and staring at a computer which obviously i work on a computer now too but it's, different. But it's a little bit different when you're doing the same monotonous like click 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 <laughs> click click it's just like very very monotonous and i don't feel that way about all editing i only feel that way when i'm editing weddings and families when I edit boudoir I am in my element I love it I could do it all day it's fantastic um so I really feel like it was it was a learning mistake like you have to make mistakes
1: right
0: you know I think that the quicker you make those mistakes the faster you do it the easier you understand you're gonna fail not fail fast for you fail fast yeah and um you know so I feel like it wasn't the money was still good but you know as far as like being creative like I ended up thinking, like, oh, well, if I do this, I'll feel happy and creative all the time. And, unfortunately, like, it made me just, like, not even, like, I just didn't want to pick up my camera if I wasn't working. Um, So, making the transition was obviously smart. And now I'm back in love with my camera. So, but, yeah, it, it just definitely, you have to be careful. Like, if you're going into art and you're just going to do art, you're not going to do, you know anything more than that, like you're just going to do, For
1: depending do on what you're doing. Like if you you're doing a lot of be... client facing art um, yes, for clients, just for clients, you have to understand that your that, artistry is missing from that. Is,
0: like, I feel like when you're creating art for other people and it's by everything that they want. It's yeah. Kinda, it's not really it's, you. And I also fell out of love with weddings in general, in a sense, because like, I didn't love that at the time, like LGBT people couldn't get married. And so that was really bothering me all the time. And also just, like, how many people would get married and then they would get
1: divorced. Like, yeah. it's,
0: it's fine. It happens. It's life. But when you love, like, when you fall in love
1: with the couple yeah, and you and fall in like love with creating art, and that then you're art. you
0: thinking, like, cool. So now, like, all those beautiful moments, they just, like, throw away and they don't matter. And, of course, I'm also very emotional and dramatic. So it's, like, <laughs> my mom is, like, Charisma, like, you didn't fail as an artist. Like, they right. divorce because of your pictures. But for me, it was just, like... Oh my God! I have failed. Like this is. Oh horrible. my word! So I know. So it was. It was definitely a mistake, but it's one that I'm glad that I made because I think that it really led me to doing branding and social media and opening 725 Creative and getting able to now work uh, with so many awesome creatives that I work with as subcontractors and really just fantastic clients. collaborating. I love, yeah, I get to collaborate all the time and I get to work with the most amazing clients who you know I work with a lot of photographers and I work with a lot of people that I know what they're going through because I ran that sort yeah. of style of business so so yeah it's a, it a happy mistake now
1: it's all good all mistakes become a happy mistake at some point I'm yeah. sure uh I, I, so we tell ourselves <laughs> what do you do when you feel stuck and you're having trouble creating and I think this is so interesting because Right now, I'm not having any trouble creating, and it, I'm, it's not like I'm in a, like, it's not like life is, like, life is fine, but I'm not in, a, like, a the most, like, oh, this is the best time of my life. Like, I'm just, like, I'm just creating because it's my job, and I love what I do, and that's going well. So, I think uh, when I'm stuck, though, I always, like, and I I feel like we've said this a few times on the podcast, I just do something else. <laughs> like, I find a different outlet. And so, if I'm having problem creating in all terms of a creative aspect, Then I will go into like just working out or something or I'll go talk to someone about it. But in terms of creating, like if I'm having a problem with designing, I'll stop and I'll go do some lettering. If I have a problem with lettering, then I'll stop and then I'll go write. Or if I'm having a problem with writing, then I'll stop and go read. So I just always try to find something that I can switch gears on really quickly that I can do for like 5, 10, 20 minutes. To get my mind out of my head and then to be able to come back and think, oh, you know what, that wasn't always a problem. So i
0: i definitely agree like if i am you know sitting here staring at a blank screen and trying to create a logo for a client and nothing is happening i will grab my camera and go outside for 15 minutes and just go photograph some stuff um if i am you know trying to write and i have writer's block then you know i will open up photoshop and do something else so i try to do something different and then my other go-to if like none of that is working which it normally is, but if it wasn't, I would just take a shower. Um, and I stay really, honestly, Steam. taking showers because I shower daily. Um, every time that I'm in the shower, like I just get so creative in the shower. It's like I can't wait to get out of the shower. To, like write down all the things when I'm, I'm in the
1: about. shower my brain is off completely Mine is i don't so want it odd. on it's like i it's like i, completely, I turn everything off no, it's like it's just, nope, like, it's I just am me and this so water much. and it's like i'm like
0: oh my god like so i keep my phone um on you know the counter or whatever in the bathroom and literally like i can't tell you how many times i like towel off really quickly and then turn my phone on and write a whole bunch of stuff in my note section yeah as i'm like naked in the bathroom you definitely so would have like, been those people in the done. 90s who
1: had like notebooks like in there like know, next to their shower that's funny that Oh my goodness.
0: So our last listener question is, what do you do when other creatives in your industry are negative?
1: So this is hilarious because since people... Okay, so one, I think it's two aspects of either people are negative towards you Or they're just negative in general towards maybe somebody else or whatever the case may be. Since the year started or since we've kind of gotten to this different, um, you know, leader, (laughs) I will say that really nicely. uh, Everything's really political because it is life is political and that's just the way it is. And so there have been a lot of like a lot of drama about people saying things that are ignorant or misled and, and just people being like, look, I'm tweeting about politics too now. If you don't like it, then go suck it. And then everybody's kind of like, "Oh, I just hate that the industry is so negative right now. I hate that design is so negative. I hate that web is so negative because all people are focusing on is bad things. They're not talking about the fun things. Well, to me, like certain things aren't negative. I think I don't think that talking about our, you know. Poly, you know the po- political climate of the country right now. It is negative. Like it's not a good. But
0: it's yeah. It's not the the climate is negative. Yeah, We're but the about is not, it's not negative.
1: I think people it, yeah. need to, to realize different. So that's the only comment I have on that. And other news, like when people are just, I don't feel like design and development. It, it, people can be negative, but for the most part, it's not. But photography. I am in some groups girl, that are now girl. mainly photographers. You know, now
0: you understand like my life. And well, I mean, I my friend
1: um, Jackie who took our pictures, and just knowing her, and just photographers are some mean people that is a an industry that i want no part of no thank you um i don't understand why it's that way it is not just females for people who think that it's just women i know the men in photography are very very spiteful and bitter and like read, i mean the things that people have sent just the other day somebody messaged a client of jackie's to ask her where her locations are Instead of just emailing asking her, her. Yeah. and asking her, yeah. you went out of your way to find someone that was tagged on her. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Like, com- It's that's, so it's competitive, and, competitive. Cra- and crazy. To me. And I think
0: that that's a part of like what I was doing nonstop working. Is just like trying to like keep up and do all the things that everyone else tells you that if you're not doing yeah this, you if you're like not shit. editing like, this way and yeah. da, da,
1: da, da, da. it's so like and it's like, crazy you know
0: with that being said obviously I was a photographer some of my absolute best friends are photographers so not all photographers no are they're hardcore, are baby gems I will say that as an industry I, I feel of, like it's
1: more net it's yeah, more I was negative in a
0: lot of groups that there was a lot of negativity and I, I I can't even get into it if I wanted to because some of these groups um, it was kind of like a, you cannot share, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. but I can say that there have been circumstances where a photographer would say something in the group and then like, it's a private group just for photographers and it that person yep. and sent out like yep. things like that would happen. It was just like really, and then tearing apart other people's work yeah. all oh my the God. time.
1: I did just, know that this is was like a, a thing. It's crazy. That. And it's funny
0: because somebody will post a photo sometimes and then they'll say like, um, you know, hey, like you know, can I get some, you know, CC, but please be gentle or whatever, and right. then. People- Still like tear them apart, or they'll just crazy. share a photo and they'll be like, "Oh, like I was excited." Like, yeah, exactly. With my clients, and then people will just come in and be like, "Well, this is wrong and that." Yeah, is wrong. I
1: saw that happen the other day. So I somebody posted, just was talking a story. It was. A new, yeah. I'm sure you saw it too because we are in the same groups, and they were just. T- I think it was a story and a picture to go with it. Obviously, people post pictures on Facebook groups so that they can get responses. Yeah. And somebody just came in and was like, "You know, you should be using flash or something like that." And I was yeah. like, "Oh my goodness! I remember one time
0: I took a photo and I shared it on my, this was on my Facebook work page for clients. And um, it was an image of a client and like, a male photographer came in and was like um you're not using the rule of thirds oh my god. and word. I was like first of all I am well aware like, <laughs> I am very well aware that this photo is breaking the rule of thirds because guess what if you're an artist sometimes you decide to break the rules it's like second being in all, kindergarten
1: and being like you colored outside yeah, of the lines I'm like,
0: second of all like this client can see your comment right and this client is excited about this image and I took this image in the way that I wanted to because at the end of the day I do what I want so (laughs) don't berate me in front of my clients it's so disrespectful definitely a lot of that in that industry and to be honest like coming into you know owning a creative studio number one just getting to work with all the people that I work with everyone is so positive and like right everyone supports everyone and you know what's nice is like now I get to do multiple things and they're all so fun and really I've had like nothing but love in fact like when I first opened it, one of the first people to reach out to me was um, Elle from Postfilm, and like basically, I just want to be here in the future. But she's like, I'm not intimidated by that at all because I know what I'm doing is awesome, and you shouldn't right. want to be me. Not that she said that, but like no, that's what but she, she should is. think she in just her basically mind. Basically, is not like I'm like, not. She's not worried about you other exactly. Like, Whereas, and like when I came as in as a photographer, there were photographers that had been in the game for like 15, 20 years, and they and still I'm are 20 years yeah. old, basically, and they're and still they're threatened, like, so stressed out about it. And I'm like there's enough there's enough work to go around really at the end of the day there's enough go- work to go around literally so,
1: um, everyone that i know does some type of thing of like you know you and melissa both do basically like a type of thing that we do like i've never been like oh my yeah. goodness and we all do it in oh, such a different way with i can't such a different believe client, like you know? that's so like i've never yeah. even like i don't even like think i feel about like it. i could
0: see a client and literally like talk to them for you know 10 minutes and be like that's your client. Or I that's give. my client or that's her client. Like, we have totally different clients. If anybody um,
1: knows you know. me, I drop links to other people more than myself. If I'm in a Facebook group, nine times out of ten, I'm not recommending myself. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not. <laughs> not me.
0: Nope, no, you not really me. do. Like, every time that I see your name and me tagged in something, I know that you're recommending me for a job. Yeah. I, like, I literally know without a doubt. Like, you always yeah. do. And Especially
1: like, for, like, cool writing, social media stuff. I'm always like,
0: yeah. yeah. There you go. So, yeah, like, when I was dealing with that, I feel like, For me, I found um, a really great friend in uh, my friend Nikki, Nicole Ami Photography. Um, She, you know, was just fantastic from day one. There was never any of that whole, oh my God, you're going to steal my clients or anything like that. And we actually, I still, she's the only person that I will shoot a wedding for. Um, So occasionally she will get double booked. And she shoots weddings out at Disney. So, I'll go cover weddings at Disney for her. Or if she just has a really massive wedding and she needs a second and third, I will come in and work with her. Like, I will do anything for her because she is fantastic. She is a joy to work with. I've never felt like she feels competitive. I feel competitive. It's just, like, it's all love. Um, yeah. She's fantastic. So, really, like, just finding, seeking out friendships. Yeah, just like, finding the people
1: who And now really she's work my client. You. Now, yeah.
0: like, I, you know, she's the one that was saying I'm meeting in, in England and, um, she, you know, I coach her on social media. So, you know, she's fantastic. And then, you know, Erica Melissa, my friend who lives down in Miami, who is a photographer and she did, um, she did, uh, Dwayne or wait, Dwayne Wade and Gabby's like wedding.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's funny because it's like, that's the type of person who it's like, you know, she is doing everything amazing and has every, I feel like reason to be like, I'm up here and you're on here but she is the nicest person she is so kind and like she loves to help others she teaches like one-on-one photography courses and they are super affordable so it's like if somebody did want to like right. actually learn, they she's not just... like, No, I'm gonna keep all my secrets to myself. It's like, no, she's like, This is information that you can eventually right. get anyways. Like, why not? Like I teach it to you. She's just so like loving and I don't know, she's just awesome. Just
1: surround yourself with people who so, are there's there's you know, nice you have to like,
0: depending on what your industry is, I don't know what your industry is. Obviously there's some that tend to lean more negative or lean more positive, but no matter what, there's definitely some people yeah. out there that you can find that are positive people. And for me, like finding you and Melissa was just a huge godsend because I didn't have a ton of entrepreneur friends, especially in my field. And you guys were just like, Oh my God, we're super freaking awesome. And I was like, great. <laughs> that's not the conversation that happened, but that is- in my mind, that's the recap.
1: <laughs> that's the recap. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, I walked up and you guys are like, Hey, we're super freaking awesome. I'm like,
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> that's Fantastic. Oh my goodness.
0: All right guys, well, I am off to pack.
1: <laughs> She's off to the other side. You will be on the other side of the pond when this airs, so so excited. And we'll be back in April yeah.
0: and continuing on with some fantastic guests, so we'll right. see you on the flip side.
1: Hey, guys, if you like what you've been listening to, go to iTunes, leave us a review, five-star rating, and all that. Cannot... Five-star only. Yes, please. No four-star, no three-star, <laughs> no one-star. All five,
0: the stars. Just
1: five stars. No, we really appreciate it. That's how people get to listen to the podcast um, through iTunes. And uh, if there are any other podcast networks that we're not on, let us know
0: yes we love our podcast networks and we also love our social network so make sure that you are connecting with us on facebook and instagram at heart and hustle podcast we are always on twitter at heart hustle pod and use the hashtag boss anywhere that you can ha- use hashtags on the internet and we will be sure to connect with you we want to see what you are up to and how you are making your dreams come true <music>